In this sit down, I promise to stand on everything that I say. Let's get on into it. Welcome to another edition of the Stand On It Podcast. I am your host, Truth, man of many hats. Ain't none of them kept. Yeah. Hopefully everybody is having an excellent week as you get ready to close it out. I'm coming at you on this Thursday night, live from the gym complex. You dig? Hopefully everybody is not getting ready for Christmas, but if you are, I hope you're being sensible with your spending. I hope it's a stress-free moment for you, and I hope everything that you uh, think that Santa Claus is going to bring you comes from the hands of a loved one. Yeah. Now that we got that out the way, just want to make sure that you understand tonight's content will contain some explicit content. So, if it's offensive to anyone, now would be the time to switch the channel. If it's not offensive to you and you got some young ears in the room, now's the time to put on the earmuffs or send them into another room to read a book, which we're going to get into later on. Hey, but uh, this week, we're going to hop right on into this thing. Got a lot of dope content for you tonight. Oh, another disclaimer. Man, people been hitting me up about... uh. Coming on the show um, And this is what I've been doing Everybody who hit me up Hey man, get me on the show, I need to be on the show What's your favorite episode? That's the question I'm asking What's, what's your favorite episode? If you can't tell me what your favorite episode is Or you can't tell me none of the content I'm talking about Why would I need you to come on my platform To do anything? Because you you haven't supported it up until this point you just want to come on and and push your own agenda and we're not going to do that so if you want to be on this platform uh moving forward uh that's fine i appreciate the interest um but you got to give me something in return uh what what are you listening to what are you doing what is this content uh that i'm putting out what is it doing for you because i'm dropping a lot of jewels on you you know so uh yeah you can't just come over here and sit down and then some of y'all, you know, you don't look like you stand on anything, just to be honest. So, again, this is the Stand On It podcast, um, and that's the problem today. This is not one of those shows you can come hide behind the microphone. Uh, no. Um, and I don't like to do the, the cute interviews where I'm asking you the questions that uh, you don't want to be asked or any of that. No. Everything's a go if you come sit in this seat. Every I'm gonna ask anything. You might get offended by it. You might not want to answer it, but I will ask it. So that disclaimer. Anyway, 
Let's get right on in. We can only really be happy, truly happy, when we live in total integrity with ourselves, when we're really open and honest and transparent. And this is because we human beings need the truth like we need food. And we are starving for the truth. Yes, we're starving for the truth. This week's unpopular fact. So let me ask y'all something. Uh, If a conversation is personal and somewhere it becomes public, it's no longer a private conversation, uh, should you view the conversation the same? Um, Whatever was said, should you be as offended the same way as if it was said publicly? Um. You know, like, if the words are said when you're not around, like, how do you view that? Because we've had a lot of that lately that's happening. And I want to play this video for you. I want to play this video clip. This is from a judge from Louisiana. Um, Apparently, I don't know, someone was trying to break into their home or something, and they were sitting around her and her kids, and I think one of her kids' friends, they were sitting around watching the video um, on their security camera of what went down that night. Check it out. When I pull up in the whip, they be saying, God damn. Why are your lights on? They're like, pull up, pull up. And mom's yelling, nigger, nigger. Uh, Ken, we have a nigger. It's a nigger. Like a roach. Look, I'm, oh, uh, that's me. No, that's I came no, from the backside. Look, he trips over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> he trips twice. All right, so again, this is Judge Michelle Odene of Lafayette, Louisiana. Um, Not to her knowledge, someone was recording this uh, conversation that she was having with her children. I don't know how it leaked. I don't know if it was blackmail that it leaked. But I do want to put a disclaimer out here. Now, Michelle, again, it's about accountability. Your explanation of why you did this was absolutely ridiculous. Michelle said she was under a uh, sedative at the time this happened, and she has no recollection of saying this, doesn't know anything. Now, Michelle, you could have came out with any other excuse you could have said that's not me that's somebody mimicking my voice because it didn't show a video of her but she could have came out and said anything besides oh i was sedated i don't remember no you you absolutely remember and there were people of course this was posted on twitter there was people going off like oh this is how people talk in the privacy of their own home listen let me tell you something man this is the Stand On It podcast, and we we not go do all that uh, holier than thou, uh, sugarcoating of things. Ask yourself right now: if someone went through your text messages, whether it's now or whether it's in the past, why do you think people spend so much time if they reach a certain level of success or anything, and they go back and delete tweets? They delete old tweets, so I got to get rid of that. Or I got it. So 
Think about it from that aspect. Think about the whole John Gruden situation. Those of you who might listen to this and are not sports fans, think about John Gruden. John Gruden was the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. John Gruden sent some emails to uh, some people within the organization um, at the time for the Washington Redskins. And in that email, he referenced the head of the NFL Players Association, Demaris Smith, um, said he had some lips like Michelin tires. Um, and that came out. Uh, John Gruden was called a racist, and John Gruden eventually ended up losing his job behind that. Think back about uh, Daniel Sterling. I think that was his name. I know his last name was Sterling, the owner of the Los Angeles Clippers a few years back. Um he was involved with this young lady, and that was part of her thing, like the blackmail him. Um, he was saying the N-word and saying all kind of racist things uh, in the privacy of his own home. Now, I know for a fact, I kind of live like, well, ain't no kind of whatever I can say to you. Um, behind closed doors, I can say it to your face. However, we live in a society well, whatever you say behind closed doors, you can't say in the public some things. Right. Think about that. We live in a society where whatever you say in the land where are the free, the home of the brave, where we're supposed to be able to have freedom of speech, certain things you can't say. If you voice your opinion behind closed doors on uh it could be transgender relationships, whatever. You better keep that to yourself behind closed doors. Come out here and say that if you want. You can lose jobs behind that. You could put get this label put on you that you're homophobic, you're a hater, all because you're in the privacy of your own home talking about an opinion. So I go back to my question that initially started this unpopular fact off. Private conversations, when they are made public, shit, they carry the same merit. I do not believe so. I don't because think about it like this. Let's say uh, you got two criminals who are sharing a jail cell and one illegally uh, records the other one. Or if a lawyer goes in and talks to a client and illegally records him and tries to take that to, to the court, what does the judge say? That's inadmissible. They don't want to hear it because that person had no knowledge that this is what you were doing. So I feel like it's the same concept. If someone is having a private conversation and you record it and it gets out to the public. No. Now, this lady, if she was having if, if she said this to the public, absolutely. She needs to, to, to lose her job. There are people you are get, getting offended by who are saying way worse about you and you still hang out with them every day. The difference is you don't know. Cause you ain't, nobody recorded the conversation and showed you there's people right now you riding in the car with you sitting at their house. They got messages talking about you on your phone, but you don't know cause it remained private. But if it came out, are you going to have the same reaction? And in this situation, I'm not excusing what she said by any stretch of the imagination, but I feel like, if we're having private conversations or conversations are uh, put in an email, a text message, whatever we're doing, 
that's between that person and whoever they were talking to. You know, it's the same thing. I feel like when people, and I feel like this is so suckerish. When you'll see somebody post screenshots of a conversation they had with somebody on social media. Like, for what? What are you doing that for? Like, not only have you lost the trust of that person, but me personally, if I see you doing that to somebody else, man, you think I'm going to trust you? Come on, man. Like, we got to stop that. And we got to stop being so offended by private conversations when it wasn't intended for your eyes or ears. However it came to you, that's it is what it is. But it initially was not intended for your eyes or ears. So stop being so quick to get offended. You know what I mean? Instead of just live it like this. Hey, this person said so-and-so about you. I ain't tripping. They ain't said to me. That's how I be. I ain't, man, I ain't tripping. I used to be that person like, all right, I'm about to hit them up. Or I see them. I'm not tripping. Because if they wanted me to hear it, they would have told me. If they didn't tell me, they didn't want me to hear it, and they'll suck. Simple as that. Ain't nothing else need to be said. They didn't want me to hear it, and they're a sucker. Period. No more conversation needed. But... In this particular situation, um, she's on a paid leave right now. Uh, They're talking about firing her. We saw John Gruden lost his job behind it. Um, The owner of the Clippers, they forced him to sell the, the franchise. And again, these were private conversations. So when I look at stuff like this, I look at the bigger picture. Like, man, listen, if you can't have a conversation in private and it's not... Uh, admissible the same way it would be in the court of law. You already being judged on something that a real judge says is inadmissible. And then on top of that, we supposed to have freedom of speech. That week's unpopular fact. Oh yeah. I, I, I know that was one for the books and I, I know that one go get a lot of feedback on it. But hey man, again, this is stand on it podcast. We standing on it. All right, next topic. So this one here, um, Billie Eilish. Some of you may know Billie Eilish. Um, Billie Eilish is like a young pop singer. Um, My daughter is a Billie Eilish fan. Um, Billie Eilish uh, is 20 years old. Maybe she's 19. She's 19 or 20. But she's a seven-time Grammy winner at this age. Okay, so an article came out that Billie Eilish, she was doing an interview and she she talked about how um, at 11, she started watching porn. Yeah, at 11 years old, she started watching porn. Um, And some of you may say, oh, yeah, well, that's about the same way I started watching porn. Cool. I started watching porn at an early age. But this is something that was real that she said. She said. That porn, when she started watching it at 11, and now that she's 19, it destroyed her brain. Yeah, she said it destroyed her brain. See, this is the type of stuff we're not going to talk about, you know, um, as a society. We ain't going to talk about that because all we're looking at is the entertainment aspect of it. But if people really real about pornography, uh, it's a... Uh, um, 
the word it comes from pornea. And it's just gross neglect or gross abuse of the body. Yeah. This is this is where the word stems from. So when you're looking at pornography, it can, it could cloud your mind, cause I'ma keep it real. My pops, he taught me a lot. My pops ain't teach me about sex. I learned sex through porn. Talking to other people at school. Sex education at school was just so watered down. Like it was an uncomfortable conversation. I remember you had to you had to get a a, a permission sh- uh, slip even signed to be at school talking about it, to be in the class. You know what I mean? And it was a quick hitter. They'll show pictures of uh of the male and female anatomy. They'll talk about it a little bit and just move on with it. You know what I'm saying? So most of us learn. About sex either through porn or word of mouth It wasn't like a real conversation It wasn't You know what I mean So what I'm saying is this Like parents And I've heard some people even You know like Celebrate the fact that they Caught maybe their son looking at porn Cool I guess You know what I mean But does your son understand what really come with that you know, have you ever dealt with a child who uh, you've caught doing it? And, and and now the thing you got to think about is this. Kids have a natural innocence. When you see that, it's over with. Gloves are off. Now we got to have real conversations. You know, we can't let other people teach our kids. We can't get a, a, a clouded view of a, a a subject like this, this is this is a strong subject, sex. So we can't allow a child to have a clouded view of sex. I'm gonna tell you this from experience: watching porn and then starting to have sex. Like, man, you have, you have all kind of questions going through your head. Man, why ain't lasting long like when I'm watching porn? See, in, in your mind, you don't understand this is acting. Like, they, they cutting and clipping and putting together. You don't understand none of that. You just sitting there like, man, come on. Oh, that's why they call the porn star. They, they can have sex for a long time. No, they on pills and all kind of stuff. So now... You got this clouded view of what sex is, and then you going and you trying all this uh, with these women you coming in contact with, or the females who are watching it. You trying this with these men that you coming in contact with at an early age. You haven't been taught properly about how to control your body, how to handle your body, and now that leads to all kind of stuff potentially mentally because you you're not. Uh, on appeal, uh, putting clips together, actor. You're a real human being trying to have sex that you don't even understand. It's a real thing. There should be less excitement when your child is watching porn. Like, what have you? What have you really taught them? You know, have you had that conversation? 
And see, that's the society that we're in right now. We letting technology raise kids more. TV, tablet, phone, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of these things come with stuff that's clouded. It's not real. It's strictly for entertainment. Now these kids' innocence is lost. Now they having unwanted pregnancies. Now they having STDs because they're out here trying to emulate these things that they're watching on pornography. And she even talked about, she was like, it messed up my sexual uh, relationships. Because my view is like, I I didn't really understand what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, and what I was watching, she didn't say what kind of porn she was watching, but all of it is pretty much the same with the exception of maybe the title and what they're enacting. It's having sex on camera. That's what porn is. But some of the things she said, she was like, you know, it was just uh, derogatory, um, abusive, you know. And so we really got to understand what we fill in our minds with. And at the time, I didn't understand it, but I knew, like, boy, you know, like, porn just gave me just a a whole different view that wasn't realistic, you know what I'm saying? And, again, a lot of people ain't going to want to talk about that. A lot of people, oh, I ain't never watched porn. You're lying. You're absolutely lying. You have, you know, but you just got to own up to it. But be careful with it. That's the thing. You got to be extremely careful with it with such a sensitive topic. You got to be careful with it because if not in the wrong hands, it could produce some horrible, horrendous results. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm on fire tonight, man. I got to slow it down. Hey, so I got an unreleased song, right? And in the song, I said, all y'all dying to be famous, y'all should be dead. Yeah. The way y'all dying to be famous, you should be dead. And it's a play on words. I don't wish death on anyone. But what I'm saying is you're putting so much effort dying to be famous. Why haven't you reached your goal of death? Or being famous? There is such a... Uh, emphasis put on fame now it's it's pretty much gotten sickening and ridiculous. Like now, really think about it. It's such a emphasis on fame now. It's really gotten out of control. Ridiculous. Um, the things people are doing just to be famous. Somebody asked me, "Hey, you want to do a TikTok?" Come on, man. Now, I don't have nothing against people who, who use TikTok. Hey, if it if you enjoy it, do it. I see the kids do a lot of TikToks. It be little cute stuff they doing. I see women do a lot of TikToks. It's cool. But as a grown man, I'm not doing a TikTok with you. Don't even ask me about that. And it really made me, at that time I was asked, I had to look at myself like, well, what, what kind of demeanor am I giving off 
then I'm out here TikToking. Like, the, like is, was my facial expression saying I'm a TikToker? I'm ready to TikTok. Come on, man. All of this stuff is with the intentions of going viral. And if you understand what viral means, think about a virus. It's something that spreads that could potentially be deadly. So you're spreading, you want to go viral. For what? What do you, you want to die? You want to save your soul? Just for a little fame? And you can tell the ones who doing it with this intent because it don't even be like organic. It's like you could tell it's forced. You know what I mean? It, it looks ridiculous. Like, I seen somebody put a meme up that said, but my homeboy ain't never wished me happy birthday, but this nigga online wishing a uh, little baby a happy birthday. You, you see that all over on social media. Happy birthday, little baby. Happy birthday, future. Man, happy anniversary, J&B. Like, you ain't even call your mama and daddy and wish them a happy anniversary. But you on social media wishing Jay-Z and Beyonce a happy anniversary. You on social media speaking about a baby shower coming up for a celebrity. You ain't winning and, and bought not one gift off the register for the baby shower, your homegirl or your homeboy that you know. But you probably out here, if, if they put a cash app up, a celebrity put a cash app up, I bet you will send it. And, and I'm going to give you an example. Pooh Shyster is locked up. Pooh Shyster is a rapper, for those of you who don't know. He put out to send him money. Now, some of you ain't going to admit it, but I know some of y'all idiots sent him money. But you got a homeboy who locked up, probably locally, where you at? And you ain't even went and visited him. You won't even accept his phone calls when he called. Man, I can't be running my phone bill up. But you'll send money to Pooh Shiesty. All chasing fame, clout. Want to be next to it. You realize how many celebrities I've been around? How many pictures you think is out there with me and a celebrity? None that I can remember. None. Because when I'm around them, I look at myself as the celebrity. I'm not looking at them as no celebrity. Like, hey, man, that's so-and-so cool. What's up, bro? Like, oh, he cool, she cool, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's just what it is. But some of y'all, as soon as y'all go somewhere, but I got to wait to have this over, I got to get a picture with, blah, blah, blah. For what? So you could post it and tag them? I see people be posting stuff and celebrities. I see people get excited. Oh, boy, the celebrity reposted me. Knock it off, people. Come on, man. Like, that's that's a strong sign of a self-esteem issue. 
That's a really strong sign of a self-esteem issue that you feel like you got to tie yourself to a celebrity. Or you feel like, oh, I got to get this fame. I got to, people got to know me. No, if you got a certain character, you carry yourself a certain way. People, you walk in the room, you ain't even got to announce nothing. People might not know what you do. They might not know what you're about, but they looking like, it's something with them. Like, did, yeah, did she that deal? He that deal. I don't know what they do. I don't know what they're about. Just the way they carry themselves. They that deal. Stop chasing fame, man. Look weak. All right. So we will kind of piggyback off the chasing fame, right? So, you know, people always say, oh, well, I jumped off the porch then or, you know, I've been off the porch. But let's talk about at what point did we stop getting off the couch? Yeah, you people want to talk about I jumped off the porch at this stage of life. I did this, I did that. But at what point did we get off the couch? And you might say, well, what are you talking about? Uh, when I was coming up, I was born in the 80s. Uh, you knew if you weren't in school, this was the routine where I was at. You wake up, you wash your ass, you have breakfast, you're outside until it's time for the next meal. And outside means if you got to pee, you pee outside. If you thirsty, you drink out the water hose. You only come in the house if you got a shit. And once that's over, you're right back outside. That was that was that was our life coming up. We could play the game for maybe an hour or two uh at at night, maybe in the afternoon. But during the day, you outside. It don't matter how hot it is, it don't matter how cold it is, you're outside. We would come up with just all kind of games to play outside. Uh and if you wasn't playing a game, if it's cold, hey, go rake them leaves. Hey, go wash the cars. Hey, cut the grass. We're outside off the couch. We had gaming systems and stuff like that. Had the Nintendo, the Sega. Uh, We had TV, all of that. But that wasn't allowed. That wasn't our main focus. That was a bonus. You could do that later. But now... Kids don't even know how to ride bikes. They don't know how to ride bikes. My daughter was one. She didn't know how to ride a bike. Had to change that up. She was born in 05, so she came in with a generation of phones, all of that. Uh, A lot of these kids, they don't understand what bag phones are. I ain't seen no bag phone. In the car, plugged into the cigarette lighter, small antenna on the side. They ain't seen a big satellite dish in the front yard. Not the little direct TV dish. I'm talking about the satellite dish be as big as the yard. You got to go through galaxies on the remote to get to the channel. I remember BET was G517. Them the days I'm talking about. Satellite dish cost about $4,000. Those days. And even though 
They paid all this money for this. You wouldn't go just sit around and watch that all day? And I remember I used to be thinking, like, why would we get this stuff we can't use it? But it was a balance that was created. And that helped me to develop some important life skills. I could survive. Put me outside, I could survive. I know how to use technology. I'm balanced. I got the best of both worlds. Take the majority of these kids in this generation and put them outside for a day. It'll be like a house trained dog. You put a house trained animal outside right now, but they ain't going to survive. It's the same thing. Take a kid now and put them outside and tell them you can't come inside unless you got to do a number two. Well, you, they will call the cops. Child abuse. Kid outside. It's 80 degrees. Man, 80. Well, I remember being outside before it was so hot. You go outside, light skin, you come back in. You, listen, you dark chocolate. Like, for real, for real. Like, it, it wasn't none of that. Like, I'm talking about it's so hot outside, the water out the water hole is hot. And you know what hot water is? It's a laxative. So think about it. You outside hot, you swim, and you drinking hot water, and it's running right through you. That was life coming up. And now we just want to, all we want to do is, is put a device in a kid's hand. Oh, I did the boy. I see people post all the time. You want to make my household mad? Turn the Wi-Fi off. What? Like, how did we get to this point where we're allowing kids to dictate to us because we turned the Wi-Fi off because we want them to get off a device? What happened to the days of just turn the damn Wi-Fi off? Like, it, it, it shouldn't even be a discussion. But as parents... We're starting to get soft and we're starting to forget. And it's okay to say, okay, I want to give my child a better life than I had. Okay, I get it. But are you giving them them same life skills and lessons that you learn? Are you really raising them or are you allowing technology to raise them? And technology has taken over the world and it's only going to be more progressive. So, yes, kids need to know technology. But like I said, they need a balance. That's what they got to have. Like, they got to have that balance. Can they operate the lawnmower? Can they go outside and wash the car? Can they go and rake the leaves? Can they trim the yard with the weed eater? Majority of them, no. Because all they know is how to use their thumbs. And that's another problem with society. It goes back to what I was saying. This is Stand On The Podcast. If you come over here and sit down and we're having a conversation, whatever you say, you got to stand on it. But that's why you hear these kids, when they on line gaming, that's why they talk so crazy. Just cursing folks out, telling them to suck their genitals, your mama jokes, because they know they're not going to see these people. They wouldn't be talking that crazy. If they was face to face, like think about if kids was outside in the neighborhood playing all day and they trying to talk that crazy to people in the neighborhood. Man, your kid will come home lumped up. Nobody going for that. But that's the society that we living in. Like everything just, man, I say what I want to say because, you know, I ain't, I ain't going to have to see these people. 
Same thing on social media. People will just say what they want to say halfway across the world because the odds of them actually running into you are slim to none. So it gives them that courage. Like, hey, man, I'm a, I'm going to really turn up on this person. There going to be no ramifications for what I'm saying. So really think about that when you need a babysitter called an iPad or the iPhone or cable TV or the Wi-Fi. Like, don't allow that to be, and it's okay sometimes, I'm not saying, but don't allow that to be the main teacher of your kids, you know? The the iPad didn't make your kid, so you can't expect the iPad to raise your kid, you know? So really think about that, man. All right, listen here. We about to close this thing out with two. I'm going to combine these two topics, and I want to close it out because I, I want... When people listen, I want you to be hot. I want you to be uncomfortable. I want your toes to be stepped on. I want all that. I don't want you to leave this episode feeling good. I want it to be a a completely uncomfortable conversation. Two things I'm going to combine. Defending people to a fault and being religious versus religion. Yes, the word religious versus religion and defending people to a fault. What I mean by defending people to a fault is if you know somebody on some bullshit and just because maybe you don't like that race or maybe you don't like their political beliefs or maybe you don't like their sexual orientation, you're going to defend the person who is clearly wrong to a fault. Not I. If you're wrong, you're wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You can't do that. That's the problem again. That's a participation trophy. That's what that is. When you're defending people to a fault, there's never accountability preached, and people just think, oh, no matter what I do, it's cool. No, it's not. We have to stop doing that. And one of the one of the biggest avenues that people do this in is religion. Absolutely. Religion. One of the biggest avenues people do this in. So religion is defined as a set of specific beliefs. Religious is scrupulously faithful. So you got this set of religious beliefs. That an outline that somebody has said, okay, this is the right and this is the wrong. And then when you're scrupulously faithful, you're faithful. You're saying, I'm going to be faithful to a fault. What's the fault? Well, the fault is that do as I say, not as I do mentality that a lot of preachers have. They'll sit up and tell you how you need to live your life. And listen, I really don't want to go there because to me he's really low-hanging fruit. But I'm going to go there just because people around here know him. John Gray. I have seen people defend this man to no end. I don't know John Gray. Uh, He's potentially a good person. That's not for me to decide. Um, I'm not a judge. All I can know is what you show through your works. 
I've seen people share content on social media where he's preaching to his congregation about uh, forgiveness, um, about marriage, faithfulness in marriage. I've seen him counseling celebrities about issues they're having in their marriage. But I've also seen the other side of that. Where he's having to apologize for his shortcomings when it comes to the way he's dealt with his marriage. And instead of people holding him accountable for that, he's defended to a fault. It's like, oh, no, you know, we make mistakes as humans. This is what we do. That's my pastor. Like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. No. I'm not doing that. That's one of the reasons I left the religion I was in. It was too much of that going on. Like, uh, you can do this, and you can tell me to do this, but you go do the opposite of what you're telling me to do. Or if I see you doing something, and I'm doing this, let me give you an example. The religion I was in, it was this uh, minister, We'll just call it that in the religion. Big house. Uh, wife drove like a brand new Tahoe. Um, he drove a really nice truck. But came to me and told me I was being materialistic when I bought a brand new car. And that I need to, to live a simple life and focus more on serving God and put more effort and and use my youth and monetary gains to do more for God. And initially, because now I'm I'm tied up in this religion, so initially I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe I do need to do a little more for God. Boy, was I being an idiot? No, because this same person who's telling me that, and a lot of other people, the same thing. Look at these big churches. A lot of other people. Leaving out of these, uh, I guess you want to call it sermons or services. We'll go with services. Yeah, call it. They leaving out of these services. And they getting in their car. You hear, chee, 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 car barely start. They might have to get somebody to come jump them off in the parking lot. They out there in a piece of car, but they done gave this man all this money and contributed this money, and he get in and hit the button to push the start. Got the nice whip. And these are the people that you want to say, oh, I'm defi- this is a man of God. God go give me my blessing later on. You don't deserve to be blessed now? Why they the only one getting the blessing? Where's your logic coming from? Didn't the Bible say store up treasures in heaven? So if if he's a man of God, or I even go with another term, man of the cloth. Let's say man of the cloth. If that's what he is, he shouldn't even be worried about storing up treasures on earth. The Bible says store up treasures in heaven. Foolish is the man who's trying to get more for himself now when they're asking for your life tonight. I tell you, I know the Bible now. Yeah. So, where's the logic? This is the man of the cloth. 
He shouldn't be storing up treasures on earth. He shouldn't be charging y'all to hear him speak. He shouldn't be in front of the, the congregation wearing Gucci and Louis and Prada and driving a range. Wife driving a lamb truck. This ain't what, that's not what that is. But see, people ain't go speak on it because you just go go along with it. You're going to defend people to a fault. And I've even heard people take it even further. When I had these conversations with people, why are you tearing down another black man? What? By speaking facts, speaking truth, me tearing down another black man would be me saying something, uh, that's uh, demeaning to him and, and, and derogatory that has no factual basis. That would be me tearing down another black man. But me speaking facts, that's not me tearing down another black man. That's me holding another black man accountable. That's me holding these religions accountable. Church can be where you or anyone else is gathered. You don't have to be an establishment to have the 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 uh, have church. You don't have to be part of a religion to be godly. I'm godly. I'm God fearing, but I don't believe in religion. I think it's a ploy to get money. I think it's a ploy to control people's minds. I think a lot of them are cults. They they shut down free thought. God gave us the gift of free will. Why aren't we willing to use it? That's a bar. Let me say that again. God gave us the gift of free will. Why are we not willing to use it? Again, this was some every kiss begins with K type stuff tonight. I'm, I mean, I'm just going to give myself a round of applause because there was so many jewels dropped on y'all's head. Um, and I know the masses are not going to get it. I don't do this for the masses. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody can't go. That's just it. Everybody can't go. Everybody ain't supposed to go. These days I give, I look at them for the VIP. And if you think about the club, you got the VIP and then you got everybody else. Everybody is not able to get into the VIP. These jewels I dropped tonight, these are for VIP members and people who have VIP mentalities. I understand that a lot of y'all will not get it because y'all are supposed to pay the $20 and wait in line and just stand at the bar and wait to be served. You're not supposed to be in the VIP area. Get it. But those of you who are supposed to be in the VIP, we popping bottles tonight. Yeah, man. So listen here. I'm about to get up out of here. I appreciate y'all tuning in for another episode of the Stand On It podcast. Keep this in mind. Energy is real, but people do not possess real energy. Careful who you have yourself around. Careful what you allow yourself to entertain. Careful what you allow yourself to listen to. And definitely be careful of what you're filling your mind with, whether it's through the media or word of mouth. Do some reading. Do your own research. 
form your own opinions. With that being said,